This group is bringing Cajun and light Zydeco music into the 21st century, keeping it alive for generations to come. Grammy nominees for Americana, Cajun, and Zydeco music. Lisa Haley and the Zydecats. My name is Lisa Haley. I'm a fourth generation fiddle player on my mom's side. I'm a umpty millionth generation singer on my dad's side. I thought everybody's dad sang everything he had to say to anybody. It's just the way life was. And welcome back to the La Bambula podcast. I'm Michael Swido. I caught up with Lisa Haley in Sarawak, Malaysia, on the island of Borneo at the Rainforest World Music Festival. It was a hell of a sight, seeing some 10,000 people dancing and doing the do si to the sounds of Louisiana Cajun and Zydeco music, against the backdrop of Mount Santubong, just a stone's throw from the South China Sea. Or as Lisa said, we all had a bad case of Zydecosis, and the one and only cure was to dance and dance some more. Lisa, where do you get your inspiration when you compose? Where do your songs come from? The good ones? <laughs> The good ones come directly from God. It's extremely humbling because when I try to write a song, it comes out moony, juony, croony, sounds like everybody else's song. Oops. So my best songs come, I can hear them. It's as if I'm remembering a little piece of a dream. I hear a little tiny bit of it, and then it's gone. And if I try to snatch that little piece and write a whole song around it, the only part anybody likes is that little piece. Uh, the whole rest of it, they're bored. So I have learned to be humble and wait on God for the song. And what happens is, anywhere from five minutes after I get the first little idea to two years after I get the first little idea. If I'm patient and I don't push it, God will simply dump the song into my head. And then it's a matter of racing for the tape recorder or a piece of paper to write it down before it's gone again. And that's how we write. That's beautiful. <laughs> Lisa's been performing since she was a little girl. She doesn't like to give away her age, but she swears she'll still be fiddling and singing when she's 90. And while she wasn't actually born in Louisiana, whether you're just having a chat with her or she's on stage, there's no doubt where her loyalties lie. Is there anybody here from Louisiana? I don't know if I believe y'all. Is there anybody here that has been to Louisiana. People of obvious tastes and class. How many folks, after hearing the Zydeco, hearing the Sarawak Rainforest Swamp, gonna go to Louisiana the very next chance you get? Yay! Thank you very much because we need you to go to Louisiana. We still have 200,000 people that have not come home from Katrina. 
This little song is for anybody who's far away from home. Let's uh, let's delve a moment, Lisa, into into your roots, where you come from, where were you born, and how? What was your exposure to this type of music? My mother and my father were both from the Deep South. World War II came about, and my father was in the armed forces. My mother was working for the Pentagon. They met in Washington, D.C. And the reason they met is that every one of their friends said, Oh, we have another friend from the South. You two ought to get together. So they clung to each other in self-defense because they talk, they talk funny down there. You know, you're from Kentucky. They talk funny down there, so every time they opened their mouth, everybody in Washington, D.C. would go, Ooh, boy, these folks are from somewhere else. So they got married, and I was actually born in Wilmington, Delaware. So technically, by birth, I'm a Yankee, but heaven forbid. My folks made sure that I did not become a Yankee. Because when your family is from the South, you are from the South, and it does not matter where you live. You could live in Borneo. You could live in Korea. You could live in France. You would still be from the South. We ate Southern food. We have Southern manners. We know our we know our whole culture, and that's the way we keep our culture going. So we went back south at least two or three times a year the whole time I was growing up, so that I would not become anything but a Southern girl. Oh, and then when I got out of high school, I went and lived in the South for many years just so I could say I, I lived in the South because it was, a, it was a sticking point for my music. How can you play music from Louisiana if you didn't, weren't born there? It's like asking somebody the question, how can you dance to Louisiana music if you weren't born there? It's just in my blood. Lisa's parents actually wanted her to take up a career in classical music. Her parents were the generation that had been punished for speaking French in school. French and Creole were just deemed to be un-American. Cajun music in her family was banished to the garage, where her father would play, but the kids were not supposed to hear. Well, that didn't work. Lisa later turned down a scholarship to attend a classical music college, preferring to focus instead on her southern roots. And since being nominated for a Grammy in 2008, Lisa has a lot to smile about. She's contributed to movie and TV soundtracks, even playing fiddle on two American Idol recordings last season. Her band, meanwhile, is on the move. We're having a really blessed year. I think the world economy is coming back up because musicians, we can tell, because those festivals have to have their sponsorship money in the bank before they can call us on the phone and say, would you please come? We just went to Switzerland, now we're in Borneo. We go back to the United States and go to northern states, Canada, 
France, and then we go back to Midwestern states. That's quite a change from playing next to the meat counter in a local grocery store. They're performing, and the chicken, beef, and lamb were just sitting there. But no one can ignore Lisa. She just pours her heart out, and people respond. Cats make you want to dance and party, I'm reminded of something Steve Martin said about the banjo. It's such a happy instrument, he said, you can't play a sad song on it. It always comes out so cheerful. Yet the music's lyrics can tell another story. Take the 1959 tune, I've got a paper in my shoe. One interpretation is sad, another hopeful. Let's listen in as Lisa explains to a workshop audience. Cajun music is very happy music. We sing about things like a mosquito ate my lover. <laughs> I'm not going to play you that though. I'm going to play you a little song called I Have a Paper in My Shoe. <laughs> That's not funny, but it is funny. There's three reasons you might have a paper in your shoe. First of all, you might be very, very poor. And you might have a big hole in the bottom of your shoe, and you might need to stick some paper in there so that you don't hit your foot on a stone when you walk. The second reason you might have a paper in your shoe is because back in Louisiana in the old days there were no banks, there was no place to put your money, so a lot of people kept their money in their shoe. And the third reason is if you went to a dance and you saw somebody that you thought was cute, everybody say woohoo, maybe you might get that person and put it in your shoes. Okay, and the next question, I love to ask musicians, and it's not fair. Is there one song which is particularly close to your heart? <laughs> Duke Ellington once said, it's always the new baby. It's always the newest song. The newest song we have, which is not recorded yet, is going on our next record, which we hope to make in November. The name of the song is, Who's Your Crawdaddy? Who's Your Crawdaddy? Can we uh, hear a verse of that? You're going to hear it tonight, too. We have six songs so far for the new record. When we get to 12, 
God will provide the money to make the record. Sometimes it's through a record label. Sometimes it's a very unexpected means. We have our own record label too. And uh, sure. Everybody dance now. Dance and show off. You got your alligator marble praying for a crawfish pub. Well, your mama got eyes in the back of her head. She don't know we know how to make the old ladies mad. Tell me what I want to know. Who's your crawdaddy? Tell me what I want to know. Who's your crawdaddy? Well, I don't care if your mama is watching. Tell me who's your crawdaddy. Fantastic. Who's your crawdaddy? All right, Lisa, thank you very much. You're something else. Could you play us a little something on the way out? Let's see. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this edition of La Bambula. Just as the name of the show implies, this episode really has been a party. Many thanks to Lisa Haley and everyone at the Rainforest World Music Festival. Until next time, I'm Michael Swido. Yeah, by you calling, wayward children, come on home. Mardi Gras is coming, grab your friend and come along. Here's the bayou calling, gotta sing that family song. Hey, hey now, hey, hey now, come on home. Oh!